Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Hi. I'm Carol Ann. Matt. And this is our second take for today. Yeah, you cut me off earlier. Oh, welcome to another episode of Boozed and Confused. Boozed and Confused is a podcast about... How's it go? Oh, don't sound so excited. No, like I was I was trying to do like the podcast voice thing. Because I don't, I don't have a podcast voice. I don't have a podcast you voice. You do have a podcast voice. I don't have a podcast Boosting voice. Boosting and Confused <laughs> is a podcast about things you find on the internet at 3 a.m. Come join us for some laughs, some giggles, and maybe a few tears. I'll bring the beers. Yo, that should be our new thing. All right, great. There we go. Perfect. Didn't even know we needed a new thing. Well, anyways, now that we've covered the basics, we've got an episode for you today that is really just gonna piss matt off a lot um i'm really excited about it (laughs) also it might it might um make your alexa malfunction yeah i um have a feeling a lot of this might be like known bits and pieces to some people but uh there's a lot of things in this episode that are eye-opening or at least they were eye-opening when i first found this information so maybe it will change your mind as well maybe and of course what are we talking about uh it rhymes with whamazon <laughs> and uh the ceo is smef schmezos schmef schmezos mm-hmm. yeah so we're talking about amazon beth jesus <laughs> we're gonna talk about amazon and a lot of the shady shit that amazon does but before we get into today's topics... Wait, wait, wait. Is this housekeeping? It's housekeeping. Oh, it's my favorite part of the show. Oh, we're getting to spring cleaning time, folks. All right. So first thing is um, if you are on social media and you want to hang out with us, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, if social media isn't your thing and you don't like memes and you just want to send us an email, you can send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com the second item is if you like the pod and you tune in every week uh, and you want to support us we don't do like a buy me a coffee or buy me a beer or anything like that don't have time for a patreon right now but you could leave us a review on your platform of choice and subscribe and if you take a screenshot of the review and send it to us we'll send you some boost and confused stickers for free but it really is the best way that you could support us um i know probably every podcast that you listen to says that but we all say it because it's true (laughs) i don't say anything i just do the talking during the show um i'm drinking a a coffee right now we're jumping ahead all right (laughs) yeah i'm just (laughs) trying what are you drinking uh so it's it's a panera coffee yeah perfect uh the dark roast Mm mm-hmm Threw in a little bit of that Carol Ann's Irish cream. Uh-huh. Um, it's as good as Bailey's. 
and about yeah. a quarter of the price. Yeah, of course. Like legit. Like you can get that big old big one for like the price of like one regular sized Bailey's. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know the sizing. It's just like the normal a one. handle. <laughs> it's not a handle. No, I think that's like the big one. So I had, yeah. I got about. What is it? Like a half and half mix over there? <laughs> I do. I do like my Bailey's in my coffee only on the weekends though, because me and dairy don't always get along mm-hmm. so this is our agreement is uh you know like once a week i put i'm also enjoying some panera coffee today but i took a bold move it's about 60 degrees outside i went iced and panera is not known for their iced coffee <laughs> yeah no um i've had it in the past and i've kind of hated it i've always gone for the hot yeah but this is pretty good it's you know, this one's not that bad. I think you got to let it sit and just water down a little bit. Yeah, but you know, um, iced coffee, it, it is that time of the year. It is that time of the year. It's not freezing outside. Yeah. Uh, so my lower back is very sweaty yeah. pretty much <laughs> nonstop. Oh. Pretty much nonstop. Like That's it was today. A and hold problem. on. Let me do a quick check. No, it's it seems to have dried up for now. Perfect. But I'll take three steps, and it's gonna get pretty, you know, sweaty again. This sounds like actually a personal problem. It's a back problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's a back problem. All right, should we get into it? Yes, yes, and I don't know if you need to like preview this like we already have, uh, but I've been increasingly angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think that's me becoming an old man. Yeah. Um. No, I've been I've been increasingly uh, bothered by Amazon. Yeah. I've been increasingly bothered by Amazon. Uh. Where when I first got my Amazon Prime account, I was buying literally anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day I was ordering something. Oh, it's next day delivery. This is mm-hmm. great. And you know whether it was, I had a phase in my mid twenties where I just started buying CDs again. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And legit every day would just buy a new CD or a book or a video game or some bike stuff. And 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 now the only person who buys from Amazon in this house is you. Wow. Okay. First of all, you're not wrong. I really have though cut back a lot because like you, I enjoyed the convenience of Amazon. And now I really will only buy something on Amazon if I'm like truly desperate. Otherwise, I don't mind taking the trip to the store. Um, That's, you know, I almost prefer it. Yeah. I almost prefer it now. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I don't think we need to explain Amazon at all. I'm pretty sure everybody and their grandma knows what Amazon is. Uh, Yeah, it's the biggest river in South America, (laughs) right? I uh, just took a quick break, and uh, I believe you have fact-checked in real time. Yes, it is the largest river by (laughs) discharge volume of water in the world, and the disputed second longest river in the world. I see. Okay, great. So, uh, Amazon, the company, uh, soon to be our overlords, um, Everybody understands you could buy something on Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you could get like two-day shipping. It's a miracle, right? Like you buy shit online, it shows up in your house within like less than a week. And it's crazy because they have like set the standard essentially for what we expect for online shopping. So 
Amazon is founded on speed, efficiency, and hard work. And that goes for um, shipping products to like working in one of their offices. The culture is kind of the same and all built around those three core things. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog. Gotta go fast. Yeah, pretty much. And so their emphasis on these things and their like need to strive towards these have caused a lot of problems over the years. Um, today, we're, we're going to talk about the Amazon problem. The problem behind the things <laughs> that Amazon doesn't want us to know. We couldn't decide on an episode name, so Matt just kept adding a million things to the title. The inconvenient truth <laughs> behind the things that Amazon doesn't want us to know. Part um, one. Yeah. We're going to try to not make this a two-parter. All right. So there's there's a couple different sides of this that we're going to talk about. The first is we're going to start with the labor problem. And I feel like this is probably much more known about because of recent headlines. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about the seller and product problem. Starting with the labor problem. So Amazon has made a lot of headlines recently for a few things, uh, like a warehouse in Alabama that's trying to unionize. And this has been going on for a while, so it might be something that you heard about, um, I think about like a couple months ago. And this isn't exactly the first time that Amazon workers have tried to unionize. I think their unionizing efforts go back like maybe... 15, 20 years. Really? Um, someone can fact check me on that, but... I cannot. <laughs> so, in my personal opinion, I'll just separate this from the facts of everything else. I think, um, you know, so if you have followed the history of, like, Amazon workers trying to unionize, Amazon's been pretty successful at, like, squashing all of these efforts. And we'll talk about why. Um, but, in my opinion... Um, I think the size of the Alabama efforts are what is going to help actually make this successful. And I would be so happy if they did. I truly think unions are, um, I don't know, something that like every American worker should be part of to help protect your rights as an employee. So just to like give a little bit of an idea of this Alabama, um, unionizing effort. Um, there's almost 6,000 workers that have until close to the end of the month, so March 29th, to decide whether to join the retail, wholesale, and department store union. And if this is successful, this could kind of spark something, I think, within other Amazon facilities to hopefully give them the, I don't know, ability to realize that like it's something that they could do. Um, so there's like over 800 Amazon warehouses. They employ more than like 500,000 people. So it's pretty big, pretty big effort. And I can understand why people want better working conditions and better pay. And especially during COVID, there were a lot of stories from last year at the beginning of COVID where obviously people, you know, like certain department stores are shut down. Um, people don't want to leave their homes. They want to stay inside. Totally understand it. And that unfortunately means a lot of the burden falls onto the Amazon warehouse employees who have to keep up with this increased demand, even if they're not increasing hiring, for example. Right. So to give an idea of like 
the disgusting profits that Amazon has made during COVID. This is from The Guardian. According to an analysis by the Brookings Institution, Amazon's profits increased by $9.4 billion from 2019, and Amazon's found- founder and CEO, Jeff Bezos, Shmesh Bezos, saw his net worth increase by nearly $68 billion. The report noted that Amazon could have quintupled the hazard pay it provided to workers during the pandemic and still exceeded 2019 profits. Matt's nostrils are already flared. <laughs> I'm not a numbers person, and I've just recently began to comprehend what billion means. Yeah. I've just begun to understand that. And so the fact that they have profits that increased mm-hmm. by $9 billion mm-hmm. and that his individual net value, his net worth, increased by almost $70 billion. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask you a question, but now I, I don't even want to talk to you. Yeah. Or anybody. <laughs> I. So tell me some good news. If If this thing goes down where uh, they're trying to unionize, would this be a universal thing or is it just like that one area? It would be that one area. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, we'll, we'll kind of get into the other like <sighs> unionizing efforts and why people would want to unionize. Um, but yeah, it would have to be something that they all kind of work out on their own within the individual plans. Okay. 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 So why would they want to unionize? Um, in short, <laughs> working at Amazon has been described as modern slavery. Okay. And I don't say that lightly. Yeah, that's a super heavy thing to say. Yeah. And I've I've kind of thought of it that way. Uh, you know, like a modern a modern slavery. Just because of like the the nightmare stories that leak out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um I'm watching. I'm not watching. I'm I'm reading Brave New World with my students right now, mm-hmm. and uh, the Epsilon class in Brave New World. Have you read that book, Brave New N- World? N- maybe. Uh, they're uh, an extremely divided society. Uh, like you are given like an alpha, beta, delta, gamma, epsilon rank, and you're like modified genetically to become that like rank so like mm-hmm. it matches you like physically but the epsilons are like next to like brain dead little like cretins that like just, like press buttons all day okay and i would never think of a an employee of amazon like that but like the the idea that all the all the work is being thrown on mm-hmm. one group of people like disgusts me yeah yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of examples about why uh, working in one of these like warehouses is problematic, but we've picked a few just over the last like 10 years or so. So in 2011, there's a newspaper called The Morning Call in Allentown, Pennsylvania, that revealed that Amazon was hiring paramedics and ambulances during summer heat waves at a local warehouse and um, people who worked in these warehouses that were collapsing from the heat were removed with stretchers and wheelchairs and taken to hospitals and Amazon kind of as a result installed air conditioning but like otherwise nothing else happened to them terrible 
that's so dystopian. 2018 headlines talked about Amazon warehouse workers having to skip bathroom breaks and piss in bottles in order to stay in good standings with their work records. Yeah, so 74% of workers um, have admitted to avoiding using the toilet for fear of being warned that they uh, missed their target numbers. Yeah, and part of the other problem with, like, their break time, so they get, like, a half-hour unpaid break, um, and this also varies because based on local regulations and and what have you, and especially if you're talking about things outside of the U.S., so they get, like, a half-hour unpaid lunch break, I think they get like 15 minute breaks. Um, but if you're working like a 12 hour shift, right, and you get like a 15 minute break and you have to walk all the way to the break room, the bathroom, whatever it is. By the time that you get there, half of your you're... break time could already be gone. We drive near an Amazon uh, what distribution you call center. It? A distribution yeah, center. That thing is massive. Massive. I'd, mm-hmm. I've never been inside of one of these things. But I can only imagine a 15-minute break grants you, what, half of a piss break. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. So uh, there are also documents from 23 Amazon warehouses that found that almost 10% of full-time workers sustained serious injuries in 2018, which is more than twice the national average for similar work. So, like, they rightfully have a reason to complain that they are not being kept to the safest of standards. There's a stat here that says 55% of the reported workers uh, have suffered severe depression since working at Amazon. And over 80% of them said that they would not apply for a job at Amazon again. And on top of that, so kind of getting back to the, the breaks thing... Um, they really don't allow enough time for breaks, especially like sick days. Um, and that includes people who are pregnant. So I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, now that I'm seven months pregnant and I have to pee every hour on the hour, um, I have no idea how I could ever work in a place like this. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) Um, and I think it's it's something really to say, like getting back to the the mental health and, and the people who wouldn't apply for a job at Amazon again. Um, Amazon set their minimum wage, I believe, at like $15. And I think that's a standard for all of the warehouses. Um, and so like $15 an hour is good pay, depending on where you're at and the cost of living, etc. You know, like the fight for 15 um, has been happening for a long time. And so you would look at that and be like, well, <laughs> like why... Are you going to complain or like go get another job? But you're thinking about people who are enticed with slightly higher pay, right? They mm-hmm. have like some good benefits. And the, some of these people are desperate for jobs mm-hmm. and employment. And so to be like, oh, you get $15 an hour, you <laughs> like, you know, either suck it up or go find a new job. It's like, well, why don't we take a step back and look at like the evilness of some of this? of why Amazon is allowed to get away with this. Not to mention, uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. There are tons of Amazon workers who make $15 an hour who still have to rely on government assistance because $15 based on their cost of living, where they're at, still is not enough. 
So you, the taxpayer, <laughs> are actually um, footing the bill for some of Amazon's employees because Amazon doesn't pay them enough. Amazon isn't the the top company where that happens, where their employees have to be on government assistance. I think Walmart takes the cake for that and then maybe followed by McDonald's. Oh, yeah. I I always forget about Walmart existing. Yeah. I've, I've never... That's not true. I have never had a desire to go to Walmart. Yeah. I think maybe I can count on one hand, maybe two, the number of times I've walked into a Walmart intentionally. Yeah. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan. Um all right. And so more recently, um there have been new headlines. I think like this past week that maybe this came out. Yeah, you told me this in the car as we were driving to one of our errands this morning. Yeah. <laughs> you told me about this, and this one kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. So um, headlines came out that um, this like Amazon driver in Denver quit over AI-driven surveillance uh, within the cars. And so he started in 2019, and he said that he saw policies just start to change over the last couple of years to include more surveillance. And so, you know, first it starts off that there's an app tracking his route. And then the company wanted pictures of him at the beginning of each shift on another app. And then he said that the breaking point was when Amazon announced that it would be installing these AI cameras within its fleet of vehicles. Okay. I can understand that the, uh, like, route tracking, like, if you've got... 30 stops to make yeah maybe you want something with a little more vision giving you like the best route to take like i'm okay with having like that like give me like a gps tell me where i'm going i'll do it i'm okay with that one i think that's just to make sure it's not like um you remember taking drivers then the driver's ed teacher to be like all right let's stop here real quick and you have to drive them like to fucking jewel while they go pick up their groceries that never <laughs> happened to me my my only memory of driving school is trying to take a right on a one of the bigger roads and i had a car behind me and i was like oh if i put the brakes they're gonna hit me so i like didn't hit the brakes and took a really hard right turn oh and, god this um, makes a lot of sense <laughs> You've just lost your personal Uber driver. Hey, everyone. You're just watching us um, have our big fight over my driving, which is great, by the way. It's a great, you know, if if you're so good at driving, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I will. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so Amazon equips um, all of their delivery vehicles with AI camera systems called Drivery. And these cameras are always on. Um, and they scan, like, the driver's body language, the speed of the vehicle, and drowsiness. And then the system uses automated verbal alerts to tell the drivers if a violation has been detected. That is absolutely insane. Yeah. That's peak performance. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of disturbing? I don't know. I it's don't know. It's very if, like... disturbing. This is, this is hitting so many of... The like dystopian futures that I'm afraid of. Yeah, this is this is hitting it uh, right on the top of the head. Yeah. Um. So we know that one of the scariest things to Amazon is its employees actually unionizing, which is why they have such great efforts to squash these um, unionizing attempts in the first place, because that would, you know, kind of take away some of Amazon's power. So Amazon 
went so far as to employ FBI agents to monitor the labor organizing activity of its workers. That's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> and they'd also have these like meetings and memos. So in in warehouses where um, they were talking about union union attempts, um, they'd have meetings and like um, you know stuff posted up in like the break rooms or whatever. And they'd have these messages that were like, if you vote for a union, you're out of a job tomorrow. <laughs> and like, um, you know, there's a lot of negative rhetoric from management around people who worked in these areas that were pro-union. Um, and they were described as like a cancer and a disease to Amazon. Yeah. I, yeah. Oof. They went so far as to set up a site called doitwithoutdues.com to tell workers, and you can go to that site, it's active, it's real, um, to tell workers that they would have had to skip dinner and school supplies to pay their union dues. So they were basically saying, oh, your union dues are $500. Here's what you could use that money for instead. But wait, there's more. <laughs> That's not all. So in um, their Alabama plant um, in December, there's you know this like pro-union group that's discovered and amazon asked county officials to increase the maximum green times on the warehouse stoplight so in a lot of cases these warehouses have like their own traffic systems outside of you know to get to the the main roads or whatever um to help with the traffic flow especially uh with like the semis that come in and out and when people are starting their shifts so um they asked the county officials to increase the maximum green times on the stoplights outside of the warehouse to clear the parking lot faster, which made it harder for union canvassers to approach potential voters as they were leaving work. I just popped on to doitwithoutdues.com. Uh-huh. Um, the, you were greeted with a guy on a computer, thumbs up, do it without dues. Hey, BHM1 doers. Why pay almost $500 in dues? We've got you covered with a little asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it only applies to regular full-time employees. Yeah. With high wages, health care, vision, and dental benefits, as well as safety committee and an appeals to process, there's so much more you can do for your career and your family without paying dues. Yeah. Vote now. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it makes me really sad because like, you, I'm, I'm obviously a very pro-union person, and I think anyone from the south side of Chicago, or really, like, Chicago in general is a very union-heavy city. Um, and, like, there's a good reason for that, you know? Like, maybe if these Amazon warehouses had unions, they wouldn't be subjected to these insane um, standards within the warehouses, and then, like, constantly being threatened with being fired if they were off by 15 seconds within a couple of shifts i'm like i can feel the blood uh in my face like behind my eyeballs like when it gets really high yeah. my blood pressure i can feel my eyeballs vibrating and um <laughs> okay. i'm still scrolling through this 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 page here it says do's mean don'ts d-u-e-s oh, mean don'ts don't buy that dinner don't buy those school supplies. Don't buy those gifts because you won't have that because you paid almost $500 in dues. Why not save the money and get the books and gifts and things you want? 
do it without dues. God. That's just so shitty, too, because, you know, like, again, Amazon has decent benefits. They have a decent 15-hour minimum wage. um, But, like, I just could never justify the pay and the benefits for what these workers are subjected to. I could I, I could not do it. Again, what's that phrase uh, not, um, in in Shakespeare, in uh, Romeo and Juliet, um, Romeo wants to buy poison from an apothecary mm-hmm. uh, because he wants to kill himself because he heard that Juliet died. Even though she's totally not dead, she's just sleeping. Spoilers. And, you know, a letter got lost in the mail pretty much, probably thanks to Amazon. <laughs> Um, and the apothecary is like, yo, if I sell this to you and they find out they're going to kill me. And he goes, I don't pay for your, you know, for your consent. I just pay for your service. And he goes like, well, my poverty consents, but not my will. Yeah. And that's how I feel about a lot of this Yeah. is, yeah, you might be doing it, but as opposed to what? Right. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a literally like. I mean, I just I have this image in my head of like Amazon literally dangling 15 hour minimum wage and benefits over these people's heads to be like, well, if you don't like it, then you can go work at the Walmart for just above, you know, federal minimum wage. And I will fuck Walmart. too. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But I mean, if you think about it, like a lot of these places, like these larger centers or like places where people are employed through retail, um, I mean, people rely on this shit to survive, obviously. And they are huge areas for um, employment for these people. But at the same time, it's like, at what cost? So that's all that I have. This is like a very TLDR on um, Amazon's labor problem. There are so many things, so many problems, so many more examples. um, But we're already halfway into the or about half hour into um this so i want to make sure we get to the the product and seller problems of amazon as well because if hearing about all the shitty things that amazon does to its employees didn't make you want to avoid amazon to begin with maybe the second half of the pod will all right so amazon has a huge problem within their marketplace for counterfeit and knockoff products. I was just beginning to notice this maybe a year and a half, two years ago, where I think that's the first part about Amazon that kind of got me a little like, mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah. Is, uh, you know what? I wanted to buy a, um, like a massage gun, mm-hmm. but I don't want to spend like 200 bucks on a massage gun. So there are these little adapter pieces that can go into like a jigsaw, which is what we have is a little super noisy jigsaw yeah. thing. It's, 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 it's not at all relaxing. relaxing. <laughs> it's not at all relaxing. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, but even the little knobbies that you could put onto one were like 60 bucks. I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to spend that money either. And lo and behold, Amazon has the, like the exact same ones for like eight bucks. I was like, bet. And yeah, I've used them and they're somewhat great. But uh, then it was... Um, you know, like chargers Mm -hmm. and what else have we gotten from Amazon? Huge with electronics. Um, Yeah, massive. There, I mean, these these counterfeit knockoff product product problems don't just 
aren't, aren't just siloed to electronics. They could range even from like your toiletries. So, you know, warning, if you're buying any sort of shampoo or face wash or toothpaste, anything that goes on or in or near your body, um, I probably would recommend you stop buying it from Amazon. Because at this point, there have been so many horror stories of people who say that they rely on Amazon for these products and um, there's either something wrong with it or, you know, they think like, oh, maybe the formula changed, but actually they're just getting counterfeit products. (laughs) And I wouldn't trust that in a million years. Yeah. One of my shameless hobbies is collecting soccer jerseys and... I, every once in a while, I'll like search on Amazon, like, "Hey, like, I can't find a certain jersey. I'm gonna look on Amazon," and then I, like, look at it. I go, oh, "You know what? I I can't risk putting any money on this because I don't trust Amazon. Yeah, I don't trust the quality of anything that they make or sell anymore." Yeah, yeah. And if anyone's familiar with like AliExpress, Alibaba, um, a lot of the sellers from those marketplaces, which are known for being knockoffs um, have made their way onto Amazon. They've even made their way onto Etsy, which is terrible and it makes it impossible for me to enjoy shopping on Etsy anymore. Um, But like majority of items that are sold on Amazon at this point are from third-party sellers. So it's like 54% of things that are sold on Amazon are from these third parties. And so Amazon knows that there's like counterfeits and knockoffs and they have plans in place to control things. but it's like kind of an uncontrolled problem mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a question of, is Amazon doing enough or are they just not able to keep up and the problem is that rampant? Do they not care? So one of the ways that these counterfeit people <laughs> um, kind of game the system so everybody knows that Amazon's marketplace has the sort of algorithm and that determines what order items show up in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like there's never been any like documentation of like this is the algorithm. It's not public knowledge. Um, but counterfeiters win the buy box, um, you know, quote unquote, uh, you know, or are the ones to make the sale. By posting the lowest prices. So basically what could happen is if you have, um, I don't know, let's let's pick an item. Uh, ooh, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Let me look around the basement. Yeah. What would I need from Amazon that I can buy from Amazon? Um, how about some nice coasters for my basement pub? Okay, great. So we're going to buy some coasters on Amazon. So say you have uh, like a like a patented coaster, right? Yeah, it's, it's like this... a nice Guinness one or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very expensive at the yeah. Guinness store. And it comes straight from Guinness. Yeah, like 50 and... bucks yep. plus shipping international. Uh-huh. It's Ireland. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's certified Euros mm-hmm. over the ocean. Mm-hmm. Guinness. Smells, yeah, smells, smells like Guinness. Smells like the man who packaged it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little specific. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. So you want these Guinness coasters, uh, and you know, these counterfeiters realize that these Guinness coasters are incredibly popular, it's a right? Collector's item. Especially, well, collector's item, maybe St. Patrick's Day. Everybody wants to pretend to be Irish. So what these counterfeiters, counterfeiters will do is they have their counterfeit Guinness coasters and everything looks identical. Maybe in some cases they even steal the same product images. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I just saw an Amazon truck drive by. <laughs> 
Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> if you guys hear a knock at the door. Oh, crap. <laughs> and it's Shmesh Mezos at the door. <laughs> it's, no, it's 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 Beth Jezos. It's way better. Um, so counterfeiters will sometimes even be as bold as to take the same product images. And what they'll do is they'll put their Guinness Coaster counterfeits up at maybe $15 less or $10 less or whatever. And if I'm comparing the two... Um, say maybe I have a, a shop that's very closely named to Guinness's actual shop. Um, and I, I have the two up together one by, you know, side by side, one by one split screen even. And in a lot of cases, I mean, people use Amazon because it's cheaper, right? So mm -hmm. people are going to buy the cheaper coasters. And why would I want to wait two weeks to get something from Ireland when they ship it from like sheep back? carrying it to the post mm -hmm. office mm -hmm. i can get it in two days yeah for free yeah exactly free shipping yeah and it's included and yeah i mean that's that's the problem right so then the more that people start buying these counterfeits the higher up their listing is going to be versus the actual guinness listing and that's how the system works or part of how the system works and there's like hardly ever any consequences for selling fakes on Amazon. Um, and a lot of times what will happen is if you are a seller, you're selling fakes or, you know, knockoffs, whatever. And Amazon is like, hey, you can't do that anymore. And they shut your store down. You just open another store. Make another one, yeah. <laughs> and you just have a new name and you use the same inventory and that's it. And that's literally all it takes. And that's why you find on Amazon all of these like weirdly named stores where it's like maybe a combination of like five random letters together, all uppercase. Um, it's because they just cycle through brand names. Like there are things that I probably purchased like back when I was in college, maybe um, that I'm like, oh, I'd love to buy this again. And then you try to go back to the store. You can't find it's it gone. because they've been shut down. <laughs> but you find. But you can find the exact the same thing. Product, yep. So, yep. Yeah. From another store. Yeah, exactly. And there's literally like no ends to anything that can have a fake on Amazon. And this is really the scary part, especially as like we're looking into like baby safety things <laughs> and like things to keep your kids safe. Um, so one of those, for example, is like car seats and strollers. Uh, it's like kind of nerve wracking to think about like trying to purchase something that is going to keep your kid the safest, right? Um, but also these things are incredibly expensive, especially mm -hmm. like car seats. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like Amazon doesn't review safety information before things get posted, right? So I could be a third party seller. I have a knockoff of like a Chico Keyfit car seat and I just throw it up on Amazon and I undercut the price by maybe $15. Bada bing, bada boom. Everything looks the same. <laughs> But like once you actually get the product, then I think is when people kind of realize that they got a fake. But especially like if you're not looking for that sort of thing, mm -hmm. you now purchased a car seat that's not actually approved um, or rated for child safety, mm -hmm. but it saved you 15 bucks. Hey, what's human life worth? <laughs> free shipping is the answer. Yeah. The answer Amazon is free Prime two-day shipping. Oh, um, did you faint while you were yeah. packaging my box? <laughs> Well, 15 bucks was saved, so it's worth it. <sighs> One hour of, mm. oh. Yeah, and there's uh. there's other things like, so when people fly with their kids, there's like these 
harnesses kind of um, and they're they're a safety thing for kids on planes and there's this counterfeit that's super popular and sold on Amazon and it falsely claims that it's FAA approved and you actually get it and it's like terribly constructed it's falsely mm. see you gotta like throw the book at someone when they make these fake claims you see but it, it wouldn't even be amazon going after them. it would have to be like a government agency going after these but then you think about it right if a lot of these sellers are overseas for example what are you gonna do how right like how are they going to hold you know it's just like a huge mess i mean i get it i get yeah. it i get it yeah so there's another problem um that isn't just like knockoffs for example um and it comes from commingled inventory and there's this reddit post from like six months ago that lays this out incredibly well so i'm going to reference that for the next couple of minutes or so Ooh, okay so this post comes from um a user named solitary egg and it's in the you should know subreddit um but this is one of the examples of a, a person who says that they buy all their household basics on amazon um like all your toiletries and that over the last few years, the amount of counterfeit or like fake products has increased dramatically. Um, and so he talks about, or she, um, I think a lot of people assume people on Reddit are men. Um, you so. totally use that to your advantage, <laughs> don't you? When I side note, going to expose you? No, I'll, I'll expose, expose myself. You. So um, for the soccer subreddit, I enjoy talking a lot of shit on the soccer side. I just enjoy a good amount of banter. Um, but I've somehow convinced people in the soccer subreddit that I'm like a middle-aged man from Leicester uh, that supports Leicester City. And nope, I'm just a, an almost 30-year-old uh, Yankee from Chicago. <laughs> That's a woman. <laughs> You're not almost 30. Yeah. <laughs> You've got time. I'll, I'll get there. You've got time. Uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so this person talks about how they buy shampoo and like think that, you know, maybe like the recipe changed or something. And that's not uncommon. You know, sometimes companies will change the recipe for something because of different products or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Grand new recipe. Same great taste. Yeah. <laughs> for shampoo, that would be terrible. 10% more value. <laughs> um, and then they talk about getting a really serious rash on their scalp and they talk to the manufacturer and the manufacturer confirms that it's a fake. And so Amazon will refund you if you send back the fakes. But like, then again, the onus is on the buyer who shouldn't have to deal with fakes in the first place, right? And so then they go on to talk about um, batteries, shampoo, guitar strings, like all sold by Amazon.com and gets to a point where they just stop using Amazon, which is kind of where I'm at for most things uh because it's just like i don't trust it especially if it's you know yeah i don't gonna be near my body <laughs> i don't trust amazon so getting back to this commingled inventory what happens is amazon has these third-party sellers um, that have their products fulfilled by amazon and the sellers will send in their products to be stored at an Amazon warehouse. Mm -hmm. And when someone buys that item, Amazon ships the products directly to the buyers. So what happens is Amazon treats almost all these items with like the same skew as identical, right? Oh. So what happens is you could have like very genuine um, units mm -hmm. 
and then you have someone who sends in these fake units they all get mixed together and it's kind of a mixed bag of what you're gonna get it's a little hodgepodge yeah and so you know what what does happen is i i think based on um amazon's system it's it should be easy for them to track down like who sent in the fakes uh but the the question is like do they you know what i mean and it's just scary to think about like how uncontrolled Mm -hmm. (laughs) the counterfeit problem is you know someone had um another comment where they talked about oh i bought razors from amazon and for some reason every time i used it i like constantly nicked myself or like i was having problems and he goes you know i stopped using these razors altogether even though they were like a very brand name and then he goes i finally took another look at the packaging Some of it was randomly in French. Some of it had like English misspellings. Uh, And that's, you know, that's, I guess, maybe a bad knockoff or a bad fake. But yeah, if you can't even spell a word properly, you're a shit knockoff. Yeah. As someone who prides, I pride myself on on being aware of grammar and spelling and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Do better. Yeah. (laughs) Do better. Yeah. Um, And so... This user goes on to say, um, you know, if you're, especially if you're buying things that go in or near or on your body, look at the reviews and like, honestly, just don't buy it from Amazon at all. Because especially if you think about vitamins or, you know, like supplements, if you're going to buy creatine, which is already steroids and super, that's a joke. That's a joke amongst people who look at creatines (laughs) and steroids and such, but yeah wow totally um yeah even even more so less likely to buy stuff from amazon yeah and um this person kind of goes on to say you know if you read the reviews which we'll get into reviews a little bit later on but if you read the reviews there's always somebody talking about how something seems tampered with or something's a fake or they had a bad reaction after never having a reaction to this product before after you know before they bought it from target or something like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. and um i mean it's just it's it's a problem and it's a bad problem it's a scary problem actually absolutely on the flip side of this, there's another problem with Amazon and these counterfeits, and it's that these counterfeiters will use Amazon's anti-counterfeiting, anti- anti-counterfeiting measures <laughs> against them. Um, and so this comment is from the same thread, um, but from a user named Evil Bong. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> and, um, these will both be in the show notes, so if you want to read a little bit more um you know you can kind of go through the comments yourself but this person talks about pretty much how if you think that you're going through you think a listing is fake right you can submit a complaint about it and have like almost no evidence right and it's going to be reviewed by an investigator um who then has to decide like whether or not the products are real or fake um and you know as long as the investigator actually takes their time if it's just like one review um you know they will probably make the right call however um you know these people have like five minutes you know if we're going back to the speed and efficiency i was gonna ask you that Uh do you think they have time to actually do a proper check exactly so they don't they have Mm. like five minutes to make a decision basically and so what happens is that these counterfeiters can basically send in 
hundreds of fake complaints and uh, just bombard them, you know, hundreds or thousands of fake complaints against actual legitimate products. Um, and they can pretend to be lawyers or like authorized sellers um, or like representatives of a big brand. And most of them will be denied. Um, but all it takes is just one fake claim to be approved and the actual listings are pulled from the marketplace that's it this is this that's is it. like this is this is the wild west yep yep and so what happens is it takes so long for these issues to get resolved um you know that these counterfeits are able to be sold on amazon while the actual legitimate product is going through like an approval claim with amazon basically and so what happens is, you know, again, counterfeiters will just make new accounts um, and kind of go through the entire thing all over again. And they talk about the biggest products that were counterfeited are like essential oils, beauty products, makeup, shampoo, etc. Um, yeah, again, I just don't understand buying any of this shit off of Amazon anymore. I would literally rather take the trip to Walgreens, Target, whatever. Oh, yeah. No. No, thank you. Let's get back to the problem about the fake reviews or just reviews in general, right? It's suspicious to me if items are like 4.9 stars out of 5 and they have thousands of reviews. Mm -hmm. I don't look at that as legitimate. I'm like, oh, that looks a little sketchy. And this isn't just an issue with Amazon. You find this on a lot of sites. I think Walmart is another site that has a problem like this. Um, but for the purpose of continuing to shit on Amazon, we're just going to focus on Amazon right Walmart's now. next. Yeah, <laughs> we're coming for you, Walmart. Um, okay, so where do these fake reviews come from? There's, there's a few different ways that they make their way into the system. Um, the first, and I've actually gotten this before, um, when you buy something... Sometimes a card is included in it that pretty much says, if you give us a five-star review, we will give you a gift card. They could have sent you literal dog shit, uh, but if you want a free gift card, <laughs> wouldn't you just give them a five-star review? <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've been super aware of seeing those little cards. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Um, I'm notorious for not rating items anywhere. Mm -hmm. I buy it. I'm done. Yeah. That's the end of my transaction i don't rate things i don't review things ever the like three four five six ten emails from the not from amazon but from the company that sold it to me mm -hmm. like hey did you get to review it yet hey did you like this item you want to five star it really quick i will say when it I, I, I review items when it will make a difference for like a small seller. So a lot of times like I'll review things on Etsy. Um, Correct. Because that's yeah. from a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Amazon. I have no respect for. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So there's another way that these fake reviews make their way into the system. There are these Facebook groups like fake review Facebook groups and pretty much you can join sellers will offer like refunds if you've already purchased um, or they'll actually just straight up pay you for a positive review um, and sometimes these reviews you can get a great deal you know you can buy it in bulk so you could get like 50 reviews for like $860 a lot of times um, this will work out to like six dollars per positive review for whoever it is that's reviewing it um, 
Yeah, that's wild. I didn't know about that one until today, but it makes a lot of sense. Um, The other thing is, obviously, you can just go to people that you know, especially if you're just starting out, and ask them to buy something, review it, and then you just pay them cash for whatever the equivalent is. You know, this is totally unrelated, but that's what I heard about uh, best-selling books. Oh, really? Is that... to get a book on that level of like a best-selling, you know, like whatever book, you know, um, list, people will like just buy tons of their own book. Oh, I, yeah. And they'll just hold on to them. And then, uh, you know, like once the hype dies down, they'll start selling the books that they bought. Interesting. Huh. The more you know. Nothing is real. Everything's phony. (laughs) Um, so if you're concerned about fake reviews on Amazon, you want to try to weed them out. Um, you can kind of just like sift through them yourself. Usually what I'll do is I'll look at like the one to three star reviews to see what's actually genuine. Um, but there's actually a tool called reviewmeta.com and you can check Amazon reviews for fakes. So good luck. (laughs) Prepare to be enraged. Uh, we're going to get into the last large problem with Amazon and the products. So Amazon, this this has been known for a while. I didn't know about this until recently. But if you do some research, there are articles that go back to like 2014 at least mm-hmm. with Amazon doing this. So they undercut their third-party sellers. So obviously, Amazon has created this massive marketplace where they have access to data for every single transaction that happens, right? Uh, and you would kind of assume that Amazon wouldn't use this to their advantage, but Amazon is a scummy corporation, so of course they would. (laughs) So they use um, this data to sell popular items in direct competition with their own marketplace members. Right. Amazon Basics. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I used to think Amazon Basics were just like, super basic stripped down versions of like products you would normally want or like need. Like personally, I have a lot of Amazon basics, basics stuff from when we were setting up our home office. Oh, and you I, have the keyboard, uh-huh, you have the mouse, uh-huh. you have, uh, I think like a monitor, like laptop like, stand, laptop yeah. stand. I have a tripod, uh-huh. uh, for a GoPro and we both have like USB-C like six, yeah foot cords yeah or something yeah so we get a few things i i mean a lot of my interest in that came because that's what i use in my actual office at, at work um and so what you would think is like oh these are quality products guaranteed with the amazon name bada bing bada boom what could go wrong with that and like it's cheaply you know or it's not cheaply made sometimes um but it's like a cheap product mm, yeah so where do these products actually mostly come from (laughs) turns out well now i want to (laughs) know amazon being amazon literally just copies a well-selling product from a third-party member even if it's like their original product um they make it close enough that the users who are interested in the original might actually just purchase the basic um and hope that like the price and listing ranking entices them over who is now their competitor so an example of this is a company called Peak Design, and they have this camera bag. It was the camera bag. Wasn't their ad uh, them actually saying, like, oh, wow, yeah. Amazon actually – they even 
I, I think they're like they even called it the exact same thing yeah. that we called it. Yeah. Um, and then they're talking about like, here's our price. Here's what goes into it. Here's who makes it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know, if if I'm gonna invest, which I which I know, uh, photography is a very expensive hobby. If you're yes. heavily into it, one of our good friends is very much into <laughs> photography. Um, I'm sure he would be um, insanely pissed if his uh, excessively expensive camera was in a shit bag. Yeah. Like one made from Amazon Basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pretty much what happened is Peak Design realizes that they are losing like a substantial amount of sales. And what they find is that um, Amazon copied their like $99 everyday sling and called it the Amazon Basics camera bag. The thing about like copying the same name is like literally in the URL string. There they it is. kept the everyday sling. <laughs> like yes. that's okay. so shitty. There it yeah. is. There it is. Yeah, it's called the everyday yep. sling. Yep. Yes. And uh, they sell it for $32 versus the everyday sling $99. And they look pretty identical. So Peak Design does come out with like a video, like you were saying, um, where it's like like a product review almost of the Amazon version. <laughs> Um, and the same thing happened with Allbirds, which is a really popular like shoe wear brand. Oh, I thought they were pants. Uh, maybe. Ooh, maybe. I know them for shoes. Maybe I'm they have other things. Think of bird things. dogs. Oh, bird yeah. dogs is pants. Yeah. I Too many animal. Them. I've looked Company into them. names. Well, it's hip. It's nature. And <sighs> when you say you like nature, people yeah. think you're hip, and being hip is cool. You yeah. Know? These dang kids. Um. So this is like not uncommon, no. actually. Um. I think I originally heard a story of how. Amazon first got its way into like the diaper market by carrying a lot of these like larger brands Mm -hmm. and then undercutting um god I hope I'm not like misremembering this but I think they were undercutting competitors by like a pretty significant amount to the point where some of their competitors went out of business or something is it Toys R Us well, Toys R Us. Is maybe a, is maybe a we just maybe we just forget about that, and I'll I'll fact check myself let's later. Just, yeah, let's just <laughs> drop it and move on. Um, but yes, Amazon does some scummy, shady things. Um, yeah, and so, um, you know, how we talked about America has different standards uh, for Amazon than like the European Union. European. Union, the European <gasps> Union, the oh, EU. Just call it the, the EU. EU. <laughs> there you go. Jesus. Oh, this is what happens when I don't drink coffee until three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, okay, so this exact issue of them taking a competitor's product and making their own version, undercutting mm-hmm. the seller, um, is actually being investigated by the EU. Um, and there's this like you know, commission that they have that's accusing Amazon of systemically using the seller data to unfairly compete against its own merchants. Um, And that's in France and Germany specifically. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't have anything else about this topic. I have so many sources, so many things that I read. (laughs) Um, But I would like love to hear everybody else's thoughts or like if there's something that we left out this is very much a tldr like high level overview of a lot of the problems with amazon um that i think are maybe known or maybe like just hitting the tip of the iceberg um but yeah i i don't know i mean i just like if anything 
if you've listened this far in the episode, please stop buying like your toiletries and stuff on Amazon. Stop buying your baby products, like anything. Like there's an example that I, I think I had probably left out cases where like expired baby food is going out, like formula is going out from Amazon. So, you know, <laughs> I would just my my hatred of walmart because of their walmart brand stuff and thinking of like it being like a cheaper lower quality product amazon is the walmart of the internet only they have like a black market of of selling shit yeah it's like i'm trying to think of like beth jesus as (laughs) being like a job of the hut yeah of the internet yeah exactly Uh, and have you heard his super villain laugh oh no there's a video of him if if you friends um, feel like listening to his supervillain laugh, if you go on YouTube, just type in like Jeff Bezos. That's that's, a, that's his real name, Jeff Bezos. Supervillain <laughs> laugh. Um, he is um, on like a uh, I don't know what to call it. He's he's basically testing like these um, like robotic arms that are controlled by Ooh, his own. Creepy. And his laugh, holy cow. It's it's a lot quintessential like 1960s super villain like comic yeah turned into a cartoon like that kind of laugh that that's his laugh yeah I can definitely believe that um I I don't even know where to leave it I'm just I'm just disgusted um I will you know what I'll leave you with these parting words of wisdom get a Costco membership because <laughs> I will forever love and rep Costco. Kirkland. Kirk. Yes. They have their it's Kirkland stuff. brand. Costco treats its employees so well. Um, they get great benefits. They get great pay. Uh, they, in their Kirkland brand, like everything, I've never had a bad Kirkland product in my life. So Highly recommend. Is there another Amazon truck outside? You know, I think there's an Amazon worker uh, lurking outside of our window right now. Is it Schmechmezos looking through the window? No, he doesn't get his hands dirty. You should know this. He <laughs> he hires third party assassins. Did he find him on the marketplace? Probably. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of it. Well, I'm disgusted. Yeah, I hate Amazon. Um. That's really all I've got. I'm going to go write a really angry letter to them. Yeah. I'm going to write a, a letter to, to Beth. Dear Beth. <laughs> loser. So that's all we have for today. Um, if there's something we missed, let us know. Something else you want to point out about Amazon Scummery, let us know. Uh, very happy to chat about it. Otherwise, we'll see you all next week. New episodes every Monday. You know, just to think that he started as a guy selling books yeah. out of his garage. Yeah, and here's where he is now. He became the villain. Yeah. Well, well, I was always destined to be this way. Well, bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. Bye.